This is the Lead to Lead podcast, where we explore the realm of leadership through the lens of faith. Here's your host, Leah Haygood. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lead to Lead podcast. My name is Leah and I am your host and you are back for part two. I've got my friend Megan back with me. Yay, here she is, guys. (laughs) So last episode, I really enjoyed uh, with part one, we were talking about the overarching theme of these two episodes is discipline, but last episode was mental discipline, talking about how to say no to yourself, making a plan, mm-hmm. sticking to it, and being consistent, and some good stuff in there. So if you haven't listened to part one, uh, you got to get your mind right first. So yeah. listen to part one first. But today, we're going to be talking about physical discipline, and that's not corporal punishment. I'm talking about how to physically enact <laughs> discipline in your life and you know automatically when I think of physical discipline I think of working out but it's so much more than that you have in conversations aside from this recording you've talked a lot about how it's more than just working out it's about what you're putting in your body first oh yeah the majority is about that (laughs) yeah and that's honestly the place where I struggle the most Mm -hmm. Um, it is much easier for me to like go pound it out at the gym than it is to watch what I eat and I'm trying to be very mindful of 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 the s word sugar (laughs) and um but you've talked a lot about eating right and so uh talk to me about eating right and what your journey has looked like go back two years ago how you were eating then compared to where you are now oh man that's a journey all on its own so I used to be a super picky eater Like, the only veggies I would touch were green beans, cucumbers, and corn. And potatoes, of course, because... (laughs) They grow in the ground. They're vegetables. Yeah. (laughs) That's like the southern staple. You have to have mashed potatoes with everything. Yeah. Um, I was also a binge eater. My MO was, like, going to like Chick-fil-A for breakfast and I would order a number one large with a sweet tea, but I would also order a, um, a side of chicken minis with a water because I didn't want anybody to know that like only one person was eating all this food Mm. or I would go to McDonald's and get two quarter pounders at like 11 o'clock at night because I was in my feelings and I would just down them and feel like crap the next day. So two years ago, I made the decision to go on keto, which if you have any prior eating disorders, I do not recommend. Always talk to your doctor whenever you're going to change your diet, of course, um, because some restrictions may need to be in place. But I will say Keto helped me change my taste buds. Mm. Um, It gave my brain the opportunity to kind of reset, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I cut sugar out completely. Yeah. Carbs completely. Um, Which was good and bad because I became um, more in tune with eating protein and real food because there's not a lot of processed stuff out there that you can get that isn't full of junk. And I eventually transitioned away from keto to just eating like a normal adult. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had to learn to like different vegetables because as a former binge eater, 
I had to have voluminous foods to keep me full. And I learned a fancy word called volumetrics. Ooh. And that is just the idea that being in a calorie deficit, the goal is not to eat a small amount of food. The goal is to eat a, as much food as possible for as few calories as mm. possible. Mm. And how do you do that? Vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I had to retrain my brain yeah. into eating new things. So how did you start? Like, did you have to say, like, just look at the produce <laughs> section and like, okay, which one? <laughs> or like, how did that actually go? Um, it was hard because a lot of vegetables weren't as much a taste thing as they were a texture thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there were taste aspects, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was more about, I'm going to gag if I eat a broccoli because it's like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> or this floppy lettuce makes me gag just looking at it before mm. it gets in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The way I started with foods that I didn't necessarily like was learning to cook them. I didn't eat them raw. Yeah. And to season the heck out of them because, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, for some reason, I was convinced that salt was like the enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't season your food. You're going to gain weight if you season your food. It's not all the things that you're eating. It's the seasoning. (laughs) Like, I don't know who taught us that. Was do you think it had anything to do with your with your dad, uh, with the heart stuff? Did he have to lower his sodium or anything? Uh, no, I think it had to do with like all of these diet things I was reading at the time in magazines mm-hmm. because I get that water retention is a thing, but if you're drinking enough water every day, I drink a gallon of water every day, so I don't have anything to worry about when it comes to water retention. Mm-hmm. I'm, She's that girl in the gym that's carrying around a jug. No, I am like- not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that girl in the gym that's running back to the bathroom every 10 minutes. That's right. So. <laughs> that's right. But if you are drinking enough water, you don't have to worry about how you're seasoning your food. Just do it. Right. But that's where I start with everybody. Cook your vegetables and season them. Mm. And then start transitioning. So when it comes to salads, this was like my goal. I was going to like salad. (laughs) I I was going to do it. Um, The number one thing I have for people with texture issues is cut that stuff up. Mm. One, it's going to be easier to chew. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easier to digest. And two, texturally, it's just easier. Sure. Um, if the floppy lettuce thing bothers you, go with like a leaf like kale because it's crunchier. Yeah. Also, adding things that you enjoy will help. When I say things that you enjoy, I'm not talking about like fried onions because those are 40 calories for seven grams. And I don't know if you know this, but seven grams is like seven fried onions like they ain't big (laughs) that's not what i'm talking about um like for me it's cucumbers i load up my salads with cucumbers because it adds an extra crunch and i genuinely enjoy them yeah um and then add in a protein source you also need to be mindful of your dressings Mm. because things like ranch 
are 160 calories for two tablespoons, and two tablespoons usually isn't what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so learning to be mindful of those things, but as far as eating the salads, I started seasoning my salad. Oh, uh, yeah. That's okay. why they taste different at restaurants, too. Gotcha. They season the greens. Yeah. What do you season with? I use garlic salt. I also use this seasoning from Trader Joe's called Oh gracious, now I can veganland or veganless chick or <laughs> vegan chickenless something. Okay. <laughs> it's in a blue bottle. It's a yellow powder, but it's like the um packet that comes in ramen yeah the chicken yeah yeah yeah. you put that stuff on there it's gonna taste real good really interesting so season your food that's like the 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 main thing when it comes to veggies just season them whether they're raw whether they're yeah yeah that's a great tip because honestly like i've grown to like salads and i like like spinach and spring Mm -hmm. mix and and that kind of stuff cucumbers no (laughs) ma'am i don't get it i I can do pickles don't (laughs) come at me bro i don't care (laughs) i love pickles with no cucumbers but no that's that is great tips and i know um one of the most interesting things that i've seen you eat and i don't know if there's anybody if if there's anybody else out there that does (laughs) this comment comment on a post or in this um on this podcast episode, you dip just carrots or or multiple things in mustard, yellow yeah. mustard. Everybody, it's a great alternative. I know, like it people is. that did like the clean thirty or yeah. whatever, they'll use mustard because it's like it's zero calories, zero, zero. And um, I found out the other week that the reason it's yellow is because it has turmeric in it. Yes, yes. So added benefit. That's true. For your muscles and your joints. Is it for inflammation? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she did. Homegirl dips her carrots in mustard. Don't knock it till you try it. You can keep dipping your carrots in your 160 calorie (laughs) ranch all you want. (laughs) Fair enough. Whatever. No, this is great. And also, I think it's very important. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I mentioned the whole TikTok fame in part one, but we didn't really talk about it in part one. a lot of, I would say that your success when it came to TikTok is showing how you meal prep yeah, and how you, uh, your, your recipes and you're doing a walkthrough of like, Hey, this is how many calories I ate this whole day. Let yeah. me show you what I did. So I'll actually film everything I eat. I'll do what I eat in the days and film what I'm um, having that day. I'll do the calorie breakdown. Um, that way just... I know for me, it was super overwhelming just trying to figure out what to eat. Sure. When you're used to going through drive throughs every day, like the idea of cooking your own meals and like not knowing where to start. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Sure. Sure. And people pay hundreds of dollars for these meal plans. No, no. That's ridiculous. Just, it's all over the place. You just look. Man, and all the people doing Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig and <sighs> Lean Cuisine and oh, those that. are nasty. <laughs> My mom loves Lean Cuisines. She's oh, uh, I, I know, but Queenie. I know Queenie. That's what my kids call my mother. Everybody they call her Queenie because my dad thinks she's royalty. She and is. She's very regal, individual, <laughs> isn't she? I think up with with your mom. Your mom should be like oh uh, like the Duchess or something. Right. Can we can we call her that? I think that would be wonderful. Duchess Tammy. Duchess. <laughs> No, that's um, that's a great tip. So if you really, um, if you are interested in 
seeing firsthand how someone meal preps, go check out Megan's TikTok. I think your user handle is, is it Megan uh, Celeste? Yes, it's Megan Celeste 2. Megan Celeste 2. So check her out, follow her, do all the fun things, and... Yeah, you'll you'll learn a lot. I've learned a lot, and I mean, like I said, I've known you for like tw- over twenty years, yeah. and I've I've learned a lot. You'll see that. some silly uh, single person videos on there too. So, uh, oh yeah, everybody, uh, Megan is uh, is single, ready to mingle, <laughs> and let's go ahead and make the plug right now. Oh my word, uh, she's looking for a, a, a Christian man who's going to lead. Lead her. It, <laughs> is this happening? It is totally happening. I've got the mic. Yay! Oh man! <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, yeah. um, no, it's it's great content, and you will thoroughly enjoy it if you go check it out. I promise. All right. Well, now that we've we've talked about eating right, which is a huge chunk of that, so tips are season your food. Yes. Um, and cut it up teeny teeny bit. Cut it up. And start from there and then follow TikTok yeah. or follow, follow <laughs> Megan on TikTok. And it's great recipes to, to get going. Next thing we'll talk about is working out on a regular basis. Yeah. Would, you, would you call yourself a gym rat or would you oh, call yourself gosh. just a gym enthusiast? I used to hate the word gym rat, but like I'm one of the, like I go down <laughs> in the pit now. And I'm in there with these like men who are grunting and sweating way too much (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like over there with my little 70 pound like chest press so yeah i i'm i love it what's good it's my it's my place yes pumping iron yeah it's awesome okay now um i think i mentioned this in the last episode that Mm -hmm. when i worked out with you let's see it was me you hunter Hunter. kelsey rebecca came at one point and all the all the girls grew (laughs) we uh, all went and you would either jot it down as soon as we got there or you had Mm -hmm. something written down of what exercise we're doing um, how many reps and then like circuit kind of circuit training would you call it circuit training yeah okay Um, how do you where did that come from like okay we need to focus on this we're going to focus on arms and chest today and then legs and back or whatever like what's your thought process behind all that so I'll, I'll kind of go back to the beginning. Okay. Um, when I first started going to the gym, let me plug your local Y is wonderful. Yes. Um, they have tons of classes there and mm. I really wanted to learn about weightlifting because I looked in there and like, there are all these like powerful looking people lifting <laughs> the things and I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And I've, didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I figured the best place to start was class. Yeah. And I went in there. I learned about my form. I learned about different things that you could do when you're in there. I learned um, about different lifts and just, I just got a, an idea and a taste for moving. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is you don't have to have like this whole strategic laid out, like I'm going to do like arms, chest, like all this, this day. Like you don't have to have that at first. Mm-hmm. Just get your body used to moving. Mm. And that can be done by starting with like yoga even. Yeah. Um, for people who have a lot of weight to lose, that's what I actually suggest they start out with just so that they can show their body and their mind that it is capable of moving. Wow. Because when yeah. I started out at 340 pounds, my body wasn't convinced that it could move. Mm. 
So, and it wasn't used to it. Right. right. <laughs> um, so just do something to get moving and then start, if you're able to start taking classes, you can do this through YouTube videos. You do not have to pay a ton of money for this. Mm-hmm. Um, as I got more involved in those classes, I had an injury pop up or not really an injury, but I noticed some pain in my knees. Mm. So being morbidly obese most of my life has caused me to have arthritis and bone spurs in both of my knees. So Mm. in a class where they were doing like upwards of 100 squats and lunges per class, Mm. I couldn't do it anymore. Mm. Um, And it was really, really hard to not be able to do it. Yeah. Because when I get in there, I get in that mindset of like... we're going to push past the pain. No, it was only getting worse. Yeah. So I took a little bit of a break and I went to a physical therapist and I learned some new ways of doing it. And now, now that I've lost a good bit of the weight, I still have a little bit that I want to lose, but I'm more focused on building strength in my mind and my body. Yeah. Not because I want to look good, but because I want to keep reminding myself that I am strong, Mm. especially after going through an abusive marriage that has spoken so much into me that I am strong. Mm. Um, So now, (laughs) getting back to the point, Mm -hmm. I follow a workout plan that is split up by body parts so that my body has enough time to recover between the workouts. Right. So I do um, two separate leg days. One is a very quad focus, and it's the worst day of the week, and I hate it. Most (laughs) women love leg day. I do. I don't understand you people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other leg day that I do, I don't hate as bad. Um, it's hammy and glute day. So, um, the tuchus. The <laughs> We're lifting and yeah, tightening, tightening. Yeah, we'll leave it there. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Anyway, um, but and then I have two upper body days. So one of those is focused on chest, triceps, and shoulders, and then my favorite day of the week. Oh, I can work it every single day. Is back and biceps. Got the gun. Oh my gun. goodness! I saw like yeah. Uh, it's, oh my gosh! It's, it's baby, like, but it's there. It's a baby bicep. It's my. I think we once you start working out and lifting weights, and if you're doing a split like this, you have a favorite day of the week because you mm-hmm. can see the progress quicker in certain areas. Like yeah. your body just performs better right. to certain movements. Right. And I think that's why I love it so much. And because legs just hurt and I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. The only sucky part about legs day is like when you have to go to the bathroom. Like, oh. I feel it two days afterwards. But <laughs> that is a testament to discipline. It's true. Because it is not something I want to do, but it is good for me. And I have trained my mind that we are going to do it anyway. That's right. And I know you've you've talked about long-term goal wanting to do a 5k as well so running Mm -hmm. is you know I mean that has been okay so here's another lesson I've learned that you have to show yourself grace and that it is okay if your goals have to change Mm. because running a 5k would be amazing but because of my knees I will have to walk it now a tough mutter I really want to do yeah oh yeah That'd be really cool. If I cool. can find anyone to do it with me, Leah, hey, good. Uh, you know what? I need to get my butt back doing 
stuff. Yeah. So that would, we'll talk after this recording, yeah. and that way, <laughs> everybody and their mother can't hear my conversation. No, I'm just kidding. No, but at the same time, no, that's good. Yeah. And I need that. See, I'm the person like you got to get me to the edge of the cliff and just push me off of it. Right. Um, and there are some people out there like that, and then there's some that are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, I'm kind of a combo of those. I'm like, I'm turned in a good direction, but I'm still on the edge of the cliff. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Well, that's good. That's uh, good stuff. So uh, would you say that asking for help was like the biggest way mm-hmm. to start? Like as far as like saying, hey, what, like the why, like, you know, yeah. where can I start? Start with the class. Yeah, absolutely. I went to, um, I, I had a friend that actually suggested a certain class for me. So that was super helpful. And then like once you get going, you get to know the instructors and yeah. they're, they're there because they want to help people. Right. And I feel like, I mean, that's kind of where I am at right now, dabbling with the idea of becoming an instructor or something like that. Because once you fall in love with this and you see how good it is for people, you want that for other people and you want to be that person for other people. Yeah. Um, so the gym is interesting because it's like this whole even if you don't have a friend going with you, like you're all kind of bonded in a way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if you don't see somebody, you're like, where are they today? Why, mm. why isn't my secret gym buddy here today? And then you kind of like lock eyes the next time you're there and you instantly feel like, Oh, they know I wasn't here. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. But, um, creating friendships at the gym And that way you have more, I'm not going to say motivation, but you have people holding you accountable. Yeah, for sure. Accountability, especially in the beginning is huge. And thankfully I knew the director at my why she went to the church I grew up at. And Mm -hmm. so once she saw me start coming, anytime she didn't see me for a hot second, she was like, Hey, where you been? Uh (laughs) And it was super convicting. Yeah. I've gotten the same comments from her. Thank you, Stephanie. Stephanie Berry, (laughs) shout out. Yes, she is a beast. Every time I like would walk, this is pre-COVID, but when I would walk past and she's leading a body combat. Yeah, like dude, she's a beast. You're beast, Stephanie. Just shout out to you. That's awesome. We love you. (laughs) We love you. Now I kind of want to go into um, quickly. uh, Now that we're eating right Mm -hmm. and we're exercising, we've got a plan. There's still going to be moments where triggers arise and quick definition of a trigger is something that may cause you to stumble because it was a previous struggle Mm -hmm. and may cause you to think back to a a more destructive mindset that you had in your walk, whether that's with food, whether that's with stuff like porn or, um, gambling, anything like that, that will cause you to think back to those thoughts um, what would you say are some ways to handle those trigger zones, like going to a party and you know there's going to be mm-hmm. cake and pizza and all this stuff? How how do you handle that? So I think it's important to mention two things. Number one, food is different from things like porn in the sense of we have to keep it in our lives mm. to have function. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, right. we have to learn to separate emotions from food. Yeah. A food is not inherently good or bad. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's where a lot of self-hatred and criticism comes in because we're associating a food as a good or a bad thing. Mm. So I just wanted to forefront with that. Now, if I am working my butt off towards a goal, 
and I have been invited to a party or some sort of event and I am trying to stick to my calorie deficit on point, I'm going to take food with me. And I, it's, it's something I used to be embarrassed about in the beginning, but now people know me enough and know, like, it's just who I am. Like Megan's going to bring her own food. It's, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a thing. And so I will load up with vegetables and things that are high in protein and just, I'll have my own little like lunchable snack pack thing with me. Yeah. Another thing that can help with things like triggers is not making any taboo or any certain food taboo. Mm. Nothing is inherently off limits. Mm. Um, If we, let's say you love ice cream, work it into your diet. Yeah. It's, it's not something that's bad. Me, I still love sweets, so I make room for it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I have it almost every day means that I'm not going to go out and order a super large ice cream from, I don't know, wherever sells super large ice cream because <laughs> my mind is convinced that I'm never going to have it again. Mm. And I'm not going to berate myself when I go to eat Mexican tonight and I eat a whole bag <laughs> of chips because you know what? I worked my butt off during the week. Right. Right. That's really good. And, um, cause I, I think for me personally, uh, I've got a thing about like cupcakes, mm-hmm. like at a party, especially I'm like, Oh, these cupcakes, get these things away from me. Mm-hmm. They're awful. Get a, not today, Satan. Uh, and we're, like you said, we're putting emotions on the food yeah. and the food is, is, is amoral. Yeah. It is, it's just something that was created by us. Right. And, so I think that's that's a really good way of framing your mindset mm-hmm. about food. That, that helped me. So thank you. That's awesome. And creating balance. So for me, because I'm not, I, I have about six more pounds that I would like to lose. If it mm-hmm. happens, it happens. If not, I can see my body getting stronger and I'm putting on muscle. So I'm happy if mm-hmm. my body stays this way. Mm-hmm. But I meal prep and I eat strictly through the week because that helps me stay on track. Sure. And it helps me to not feel bad about what I do on the weekends. Now, I am not saying I'm going on binges during the weekends. Right. I am not going out and eating a whole pizza by myself. I'm not having dessert every single day. Mm-hmm. But if I go out to dinner with friends one or two times a week or over the course of a weekend, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm still going to make mindful choices. Right. I'm still going to, you know, choose things that are high in protein in my meals, Mm -hmm. um, even though they may be a little bit higher in calorie because they're going to satiate me longer. Yeah. But I'm also going to enjoy the company and the food around me because people are bonded around food. It's how, it's how we, you know, over centuries, how people have enjoyed spending time together. Right. And there's no way to escape that. Right. So just learn balance. Yeah. That is, those are great practical tips. So thank you. One, um, we are both in recovery. Yes. We love, um, celebrate recovery. We've, I've been involved for almost 11 years. Were you about the same? About the same. Okay. So we 
have taken a lot of time to understand our, mm-hmm. our triggers and really have taken evaluation of our lives. And um, if you want to know more about Celebrate Recovery, you can listen to episode three of the podcast and you'll hear more about what CR is and what it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the acronyms that I learned through Celebrate Recovery, I don't know if it's CR material, but it was said at a recovery meeting is when you feel stressed or you feel like you're in a, a trigger zone, it's best to halt. And that's an acronym. So H-A-L-T. H is hungry. A is angry. L is lonely. T is tired. So if you're any of those four things and you're feeling stressed, you need to halt. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. And you need to take a moment and pray. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, pray for wisdom. Pray for guidance. Pray for clarity. And then just breathe. Yeah. And then Go back to what you know. I've heard it phrased this way when it comes to spiritual aspects or um, really anything. Go back to the thing that you remember God told you last to do because mm. you know that that's going to be true yeah. in your life. So taking a moment, like if you're in a trigger zone, just stop for a second and ponder and 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 pray and think and analyze your situation that yeah. you're in. That kind of ties into our uh, scripture that really, there's a lot in scripture about physical discipline, more mm-hmm. than I thought. Yeah. Um, and food. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But the one that kind of stuck out to me comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. And it says, don't you know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Now, Paul was writing to the church in Corinth because they were just a bunch of jacked up people. Mm-hmm. They were, uh, there was a lot of sexual stuff going on and, and within the church, and there was a lot of corruption. They were doing things with their bodies and mutilating themselves or, and all that stuff. But knowing that our body is a sanctuary for the Holy Spirit who is within us and for us to not take care of our body or not think that it matters is negligent. Yeah, I feel like gluttony is one of those things that, people in the church are afraid to address. Yeah. Um, Especially in Baptist churches. Yeah. <laughs> we're really quick to call out alcoholism or drug use or sexual immorality, but gluttony is the untouched sin for some reason. Yeah. And as someone who lived a very unhealthy lifestyle, my parents were probably the only ones that ever said anything to me about my weight. Mm. And the way I ate. And I get it. We live in a society that tells you that you have no business talking to people about their body. Mm. But if you love somebody, I really hope that this doesn't ruffle feathers for anybody that listens to you. Sure. Um, People who are struggling with gluttony are actively sinning against their own body and killing themselves. I did it. And that's... Yeah. Because there's truth in that. Yeah. I mean... And that's why it's hard to hear. Oh, yeah. And especially because, like you said, food is something that we need. Yeah. And so it's not like you can cut food out. Mm-mm. It's that's not like smoking. It harder. Yeah. It's not like smoking or drinking. Like, you can, you can cut those things out and still live. You'll live better. But food... But I also think that that phrase is used as a crutch. Which phrase? That 
food, like you have to have food. We can't just oh, cut yeah. it out. No, you're right. But you can cut out certain things that are not helping you towards healthy living. Right. No, you're right. And and I don't care. You can piss people off all, all, <laughs> all you want. I'm trying I, to be I, gentle. I know. Well, I've, I've said some things, so no, I, I, I love it. Because it's true. And yeah. because people need to hear that. And especially in America, like uh, obesity is through the roof. Rampant. All of us. I mean, and and I find myself making excuses for myself mm-hmm. now. In high school, I was very active. I was an athlete. I was a stick. And yeah, then, you were. Yeah, itty bitty. But when I, you know, got married, had kids, I said, "Oh, well, it's just been so tough being, being a mom, mm-hmm. you know, and having the pooch. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just that stubborn, that stubborn belly fat. Oh they talk my about- goodness, that stubborn lower belly fat. That's right. <laughs> That's actually protecting your uterus if it's just like a little bit. Well, there you go. Thank you. No, I got to get rid of it. <laughs> but I found myself. I mean, like, oh my gosh, Leah. Like, you used to be so active mm-hmm. and used to be all these things and and. But at the same time, uh, I, I stopped moving as much. Mm-hmm. I wasn't nearly as hyper. I was more tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was trying to eat like I was 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago. And I could get away with it then, and I can't now. Right. And it's, it's a matter of being self-aware and saying, all right, this may taste good now, mm-hmm. but I don't wear it well. That's you a know? big one, that self-awareness word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's really interesting that, <laughs> like, I went to Starbucks the other day, and they have calories up on the screen. And I was like, oh, man. Wow. They're making people be a little bit more aware. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, a lot of us breeze past them anyway because we know what we're going to order. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's a huge one, just being aware of the choices that you're making. For sure. And not being on autopilot. Yeah, because we as humans we we try to go towards what we know. Yeah, what we know is easy. A, yeah, what's easy, what's available. Yeah, what's convenient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hence drive-throughs. Now I I know with COVID and everything, drive-throughs have been very helpful and curbside and all that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it's just so easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy between Amazon and Chick Fil A's drive-through team. But that is where too. preparation comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that meal prepping isn't for everybody, but even if it's just writing down what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner those weeks or that week, and um, just having a plan, because if you don't have a plan, it's way easier to go through the drive-thru. Yeah, for sure. The whole phrase of failing to plan is planning to fail. It's 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I spend an hour and a half every single Saturday or Sunday meal prepping. Yes. Because I don't trust myself to make on-the-fly decisions. And That just comes back to self-awareness. Yeah. I think a lot of us don't trust ourselves yeah. um, to make the right decisions, so we're just like, oh, I'll just do what I feel. Yeah. And no, just prepare yourself for it and allow yourself to have the out of, oh, I got food at home. That's right. That's true. Saves money, too. Yeah, it does. By far. Absolutely. Well, thank you so, so much, my dear. This is fun. This is so much fun. And honestly, this is like this episode especially is a lot of practical tips. Yeah. For even me, like I'll go home, I'll, I'll, you'll quiz me later on what, (laughs) (laughs) what I've got, but, um, very helpful. So, 
Uh, if you guys are interested in finding out more about what Megan's up to, um, she's on Instagram land too. Mm-hmm. She's Instagram and um, TikTok, all the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, go check it out. Get yourself acquainted. Send her a message. Send us a message. Let, let us know if there's something that you're planning on doing because of this episode of how you can be better disciplined in your life, yep. whether, whether that's saying no to yourself or it's making a plan or it's cutting out the junk, whatever it may be. Any final words as far as summing up? Give yourself a chance mm. to learn how to be disciplined. Believe in yourself because I didn't think for years and years and years that I could ever lose the weight, but I did. And if I can do it, I know everybody says it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. But that's true. Mm. Um, Figure out a game plan for starting. And if you are going to start, I would encourage you to um, go online. Find a BMR calculator. KatieHearnFitness.com has a great one where it will tell you the calories you should be eating every day and the protein goal. That's the only two things you need to focus on in the beginning. So, yeah, I hope that helps. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, just because I like games and funsies, uh, we're going to close out this episode with just a couple rapid fire. A little nervous. Nah, nah. (laughs) It's stuff that, you know, it's pretty easy. So first thing that comes to your head. Okay. Favorite color? Don't have one. Lie. I Rainbow. Okay. (laughs) It comes with the day. (laughs) Okay. Favorite snack? Oh, um, oh gosh, this is hard. I love food. Protein ice cream. What flavor? Uh, currently red velvet. Girl. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, what's your go-to TV show? Oh, um, right now it is New Girl. New Girl. Nice. Go-to restaurant? Basilico. Ooh, The best Italian, Italian in the world. Nice. Uh, what's your favorite app to use right now? TikTok. Yeah, of course. Oh. Yes. <laughs> um, if you could go anywhere in the world, all expenses paid, where would you go? Uh, Antarctica, so I could be with the penguins. <laughs> She's got to think for penguins. I love them. <laughs> so great. If dinosaurs still roam the planet, oh she God, would go. That would be number one if they were still here. If they were still here. Anyway. And last but not least, if you could re- recommend one book. To anyone, what would it be? The best, yes. Lisa Turkhurst. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. See, that wasn't too hard. That was fun. Good stuff. Well, thank you again. Maybe we'll have you on, maybe, uh, like, I don't know, like a... uh, like you training me on something like a, <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy that'd be fun that'd be really cool that'd be a lot of fun for me all right guys well thank you so much for tuning in if you haven't already go ahead and subscribe to this podcast we're on spotify apple Podcasts, all the fun stuff take a minute and write a review i would really appreciate it it, it makes the apple podcast algorithm really happy and it makes it visible for everybody else to see but until next time keep on learning and Do your thing. Love you. We'll see you later.